Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. The year has started, started well, now we are going months down the line. Are there things in your life that you feel like you, you're tired? So want to continue. You, you started well, but along the way something happened and you, you decided, no, I can't do this anymore. And today my message is very simple. It's simple word, just give me 15 minutes of your time and I will be out of here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so my message to us is, we all need to pause long enough to evaluate what has been for there to be a better life. We need to pause long enough to evaluate what has been for us to have a better life. That if you don't pause long enough and evaluate, you'll keep doing the same thing and you'll keep making excuses. If you don't pause long enough, it's like a football match, I know. A football match you'll have for five minutes. You play, you give your all, and then you have half time. This is the time just to pause long enough for another 15 minutes to rethink, to refigure out this whole thing and say, hey guys, 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 we are losing. But we have this opportunity right now to take 15 minutes to think about the next phase. But if you just think about the next phase without reflecting about the other phase, we'll do the same thing on this other phase. So if we don't take that time and pause and say, hey, 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 half time, half time. It may be for some of you, it's your marriage. You need to say, hey, 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 my husband, it's half time. We need half time. We need to sit and we need to evaluate this thing because we are losing it. And half time is not a time to blame each other. If for, you, for some of you who have played soccer, half time is not a place to blame each other. And if you see most teams that will go to halftime to blame each other, you did this, you did that, oh, they don't win. They lose. But halftime is a time to sit down and say, hey, 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 you know what? You, 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 you are out of place and we need to adjust you to where you're supposed to be. Because if you don't play in this position, we are going to lose this game. It's not me coming to your position. It's you being in your position. But it's only when we call for half time that we can talk. Because we can't talk when the game is ongoing. You can't, you can't leave the ball to go and talk to someone here, my friend. We will lose the game. We need half time. We need to wait and pause long enough and say, guys, we need to talk about this. Because if we don't evaluate it well, we're going to do the same thing. And I suggest to you this, guys. This is just a free, this is what, it's not what I'm going to talk about. But I suggest to you, most relationships that die is because they don't take time off to reflect. Most marriages that die, they start so well. They start the game as a team. They get into the game. Things are tough. And they don't call for half time. And they struggle. And me and my wife, one of the things that we, 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 we have committed is that because now I've joined this church planting journey, I want to give you the authority that when you see that the game has become tough, just call me for half time and say, hey, we need to talk about this. Because it seems like you're losing the focus. And friends, the scripture that I want to read to you, the scripture that you have read before. But there are things that are good, friends. There are things that are good, but they are in construction. 
you won't win the game. And unless you take a pause and say, guys, 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 you guys are dribbling well, you guys are doing this well, but, 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 that, that, that's not the goal. We need to win this game. We need to win this game. I don't know where you are in your life today. You might be doing something so good, but when you look back in the year, you say, that thing distracted me. That thing distracted me. I need to go back. We all started the year with the resolution. Some of us, it was to go for a gym and to start, you know. We even went and we searched the right gym, the one that will go. We even started a relationship with the owner of the gym. We took a number, we were adding to a WhatsApp group, and, and, and we, we found people that we can go with. And then, after two weeks, and now in, 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 in April, and we're saying, you know what, you know, I don't have time for gym, you know what I'll do? I'll just jog, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. I'll start jogging, I'll, I'll jog in the morning, you know? I, I don't think morning is working, let me, let me just jog in the, in the evening. And then we, 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 we continue, and then came to June, and we're like, no, 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 you know what? There are these videos that people watch, and I can't do this thing in my house. And, and they are good things, they are good ideas, they are good ideas, but they distracted you from what you're supposed to do. And if you don't take half time, if you don't take half time, you'll keep on getting new ideas. And I want to suggest to you this day, I want to suggest this to you, it's not a Christian thing to say, but I can tell you, the devil can give you good ideas that will distract you from the main idea. He can move you from a place where high is a good thing. You know what? Focus. We need to pause long enough and call for half time. And some of us, we need to call for half time in our spiritual life. Some of us, it's our prayer life. We need to sit and say, hey, half time, hey. I started reading the Bible well. I started, you know those things, I, I've, I've tried this the past 10, I think, I think 10 years, to read the Bible in one year. I've tried those things. <laughs> for me, they don't work. I start well, I read, I read, and I get to somewhere in June, July. <laughs> but I need to pause long enough. And friends, the, the, the beauty about this thing is for you to recognize that it's time for half time. That's the most important thing, is to recognize it's time for half time. No more excuses. Don't give an excuse. Don't say, guys, guys, you know what? No, 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 call for half time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, guys, I feel like, I feel like it's not working. I want to talk to you who are married, because I feel God has called me to that space. I want to call you out, and I tell you, do you remember the first date? Do you remember those times that going to a date was, you know? You need to recognize that you need to go back to those days and call for half time. Say, hey, my wife, ah, no, half time. We're not doing anything, anything. It might be a good idea, but we need first to go back to this. Because, friends, because if you don't recognize this, you'll start a new thing. But the same thing that caused you to be distracted from the other thing will distract you from this thing. 
And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. When you go to Keshav's on 31st, people are there praying, God, you didn't do, God, you didn't do. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This new year is my year, it's my year. This new year, this coming year, God, I know. This year is my year. But you pause long enough in the middle of the year. You didn't pause long enough, three months, when you started the year. And say, hey, hey, this is still my year. No more excuses. And we get there, and I've seen Christians who will blame the devil, who will take a whole night to go and catch and lose sleep, blaming the devil. Where are things that you could have just paused long enough? And... I don't know if this is making sense. So, where are you in your life? And in half time, some of you who will be going back home and say, I, I want to call myself into a meeting. I want to call my wife. I want to call my kids. And, I, and it's just half time. Is there something that I've lost that I need to go back to? And the question is, what do I need to do to finish strong? What do I need to do to finish strong? Just hear me well. I didn't say, what do I need to have to finish strong. Get me right. What do I need to do? Because we're in a culture whereby we just want to consume. When I have, I will be. When I have, when I get it, you know, when I get that job, you know. But what do I need to do so that I can finish strong? And I want to suggest this to you. Half time, it's a place of making adjustments. If you don't make adjustments, if you don't make adjustments, if you don't make adjustments, you'll get into the next half of your life and you'll do the same, same mistake, the same, same things. And you'll end up blaming God. God didn't do, I don't think this thing works. Oh, ah, ele, ele. all those things that we do. And we'll make excuses after excuses. But all we needed is to pause long enough. But some of you here are saying, you, you don't know my life. <laughs> You don't know what I've been going through. No? You don't know what how, how things are in my workplace. You don't know how tough things are. You, you don't know how I was raised. I can tell you, if you move away from that language, you'll make your life better. That's what God wants. God wants to give us a life that allows in abundance. That when we pray, when we ask, He is able to give exceedingly. What we can think of. I ask Christians this question. Do you think when Christ was saying, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible? When you think about that as a Christian, you as an individual, does that thing make sense to you? That even what you're going through with yourself, it is impossible. But with God, it is possible. But you need to pause long enough and ask yourself, so where is God in this? Where is God in this? Halftime is always a place of making adjustments. What do we need to do so that we can finish strong? I really admire what Freddie and Caro are doing. 
as church planters and just starting the church. But friends, if you don't pause long enough and ask that question and reflect the past few weeks, you'll keep doing the same thing and then get frustrated. The enemy wants to frustrate you so that you willingly you will leave the mission. You willingly you will leave the game. Willingly you will just say, I'm done. He will not push you he will just frustrate you out of the door. And you will say, oh, you know, I used to have passion. I used to have this. You know, when I, in that first company, I was, you know, I had zeal. I had all these things. You know, there is a time that I want to spend time with my family. But you don't know. The enemy will willingly cause you to leave the door. He will not break the door. He will just frustrate you and you will open the door and you will leave. But the question is, will you call for halftime and say, we, we, we need an adjustment here? Yes. Let me give you an illustration. So I'm going to show you guys something that will cause you to reflect your life. And allow me to please uh, this gentleman here, I don't even want us to know his name, so that we will not know who Paul <laughs> This will represent his experience. And this gentleman here will represent our lives here. This guy grew up with a mother who didn't care for him. A mother who cared for everyone else but him. And when he was growing up, he couldn't differentiate between love and love. Because he grew up with a picture of a mother who doesn't care. But in his life, as he continued the journey, he realized his experience every time he gives a story. He gives a story of the mother who became So everywhere he goes, there goes the mother. Everything he does, there goes the mother. And it's not intentional. It just rings in his head that this is similar to what I went through. But the problem is, having an experience alone is not enough. It's only evaluated experience that will make the difference. Because when he goes, he carries the mother. But he met this pastor. He went to his church, he was a cool church, and he shared his story, you know, those man enough things, you know, this is just a man to as a pastor, oh, stuff, deep stuff, you know, this is what I'm going through. But this pastor went in the name of this prayer request, shared the story with people. Who the man had this from a guy in the supermarket. And he was hurt and he left church. But guess what? He left church, but he didn't leave the master. And he's tracking him. So wherever he goes, the mother goes, the pastor goes. Whatever church he enters, he can't even share. Why? Because he keeps remembering. 
the pastor who messed up. And we can go over and over. And some of us, even it's someone who is dead, he's no longer there. He's, he's dead, he's gone. But we keep carrying him. And we don't know. But wherever he goes, they go. Whenever he gives his story, he has to mention that you know what, you guys don't know me. You don't know me. I was treated badly when I was doing that. So how is that helping us? Because he only has an experience that is not evaluated. Because friends, when you evaluate your experience, you know what you need and what you don't want. And he can no longer even go to a church and feel safe because of a pastor who is continuing with his church and enjoying his family. But he is not. He messed up. He can't even trust women in his life because all that he knows and what brings in his head is a mother. But friends, experience alone is not enough. Evaluated experience is a game changer. Because you realize that if I am to be free, I need to let go of this. For some of you, it's a company that you joined when you started. And it gave you a bad experience. And over and over you've been sharing that bad experience. And you don't even trust bosses anymore. You can't give 100% because you gave 100% to another company and they mess you up. And you can't use what God has called you to use. But friends, if you don't pause long enough and make adjustment, your life will be so messy without you. And guess what the enemy will do? The enemy will frustrate you so that willingly you will leave the rest. And you guys are my witness. You have had people who have committed suicide because of someone. You have had people who have stopped doing what they used to do, left a marriage, left a relationship, left a company because of one person who did something to them. But if you don't pause long enough and call yourself to half time and say, I need to make adjustments. You know, I need to enjoy church. I need to make adjustments. I have met people in my ministry. I'm one of the people that being really advocate for small groups. And I met a family one time. I asked them, guys, we really need you to be in a small group. We really need you to be in a small group. And the lady looked at me and said, because we will never ever ever be in a small group. I don't know why. I said, mm, we are in this small group and these are these people. I was like, no, 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 you know us, we are different, we are in this child. We are, no, we do these things people. They said, no, I will never, 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 because they are a pastor. Told me the same thing. You're missing out on me. I said, We're okay. Me and my family, we are just okay. It's okay. We miss that. We will get something else. And the enemy will frustrate. So that, I want you to hear this well. You will willingly, willingly, without anyone forcing you, leave the race. Willingly. Give, give a hand to this guy. And I hope this picture is helping you process. I hope this picture is helping you just pause long enough and say, where am I in my life? Where am I in my life? Where am I in my life? Is it my spiritual life? Is it my 
marriage? Is it my relationship? Is it even my work? Is it even my company? But I need to pause long enough and make adjustment. Any of you guys a scripture now so that I won't leave and say, oh, first that talk some of it. Anyway, let me read a scripture in Hebrews chapter 12. And, and Hebrews chapter 12 is a really amazing scripture. If you're here, you just fight it to go read it. And I would really, really suggest if you could go back and reread this and allow God to give you a way you can interpret it on your own. Right. So four things that we learn from this scripture, that in half time, there are no excuses. It's time to make adjustments. And all that we need to do is reassess our game plan, reflect on the game, refocus on the mission, and readjust on the play. But we need to do these four things so that to get into the game. I don't know what kind of game you are in. I don't know where you are. You're saying these are the ten things, these are the four things that I need. This is what it says in Hebrews chapter 12. Therefore, and when the Bible says therefore, you ask yourself, what was before? <laughs> therefore, so what was before? What is this guy talking about? If you read Hebrews 11, he's talking about faith, and he gives an, an example of people who had faith. He gives an example of these guys, you know, they walked with God, they had faith, they did amazing things, and then he comes in and brings in the story and says, therefore, after I've told you all these things, therefore, then he's now including every one of us into the game. He said, therefore, these guys were in the game. These guys did this, and God counted what they did as faith. He says, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witness, he says, guys, 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 I've given you this story, I've told you what these guys did, but therefore, who? We are surrounded by a great cloud of witness. And let me tell you something for those that allow me, if you don't, if you don't love football, you, you're not a sport person, just allow me for today to use sports as an example. For those who have watched sports, you have gone to a place, I used to love to go to a club to watch sport because, you know, <laughs> I enjoy watching football in a place where it's fun and you know, those kind of things. So I would go to this place and I would sit with guys, the guys there, and those days, those days it was Manu versus Arsenali, big rivalry, and these guys on this side, these guys on that side, and all of us are spectating those guys who are playing there. And one of the things that we noticed is that the spectators, they always know what the player is supposed to do. But if they are given the opportunity, they will not do the same. They know that, no, 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 you could have, you could have, you could have, you could have. And guys, this is what happens in our life. We have a great cloud of witness. People who really know what you're supposed to do. But they're not there. People who tell you, hey, no, 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 when you get married, you need to first have kids so that, you know, you know, so that you guys can start enjoying life. Then you meet these other guys who are like, no, 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 you need to wait so that you can enjoy fast. And everyone else wants to contribute into your story. And we have a great 
cloud of witness. And guys, if you don't take half time and pause long enough and say, no, 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 pause. I know you guys are saying great things, awesome things, but this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the play. This is my game plan. You guys are here to spectate. I love your idea. I'll think about it. But if you don't evaluate it, friends, you'll pick everything. And they'll come and say, hey, this is how you're supposed to read the Bible. And you pick it. You say, this year is my year. I'll start well, I'll finish. You start and in the middle you realize this is not working for me. And because you took someone else, it is easy to get out of a commitment because it was someone else's idea. It is easy to get out of a commitment because it was someone else's idea. Because all we say is that it wasn't even my idea. It was his idea. It is easy, friends, to get out of a commitment when it is not your idea. Let me give you an example. It didn't start now. It started when God created two people. And they were in the garden of Eden and they ate that tree, that, that fruit, and they came and God was coming looking for this guy. And because it was not his idea to eat the fruit, it was easy to get out of the commitment. And the commitment was, do not eat of the tree. But because it was someone's idea, he thought, and this is what we think, all of us here, we think that because it was not my idea, I will not suffer the consequences. Hello? And we want to get out of the So what the author of Hebrews is suggesting to us is that, guys, there are people around us who are spectating. There are people around us. There are people who are faith. There are people who have gone through this journey, and it's okay to get this, and it's okay to get ideas from people. It's okay to be mentored by other people. It's okay to have all these things. But one of the things that you need to do is Pause, take half time, and reflect on what these other people are saying. And reflect long enough and look back. And a moment of reflection is a moment of honesty. It's when you look back and say, I am not doing well. I am not doing well. I need to adjust. Though when you are at half time, you sit down and say, guys, 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 we are not doing well. No, no, no. With our kids, we are not doing well. We need to pause long enough and readjust what to do. We don't have time. We don't, no, no, no. We need to pause long enough. I know everyone else is saying this. We have gone through this. But, but, but us as a family, us, uh, me as an individual, us as a company, we need to sit and reevaluate. And the corporate world has gotten this so well. They will not waste their resources when they're just occurring the losses and losses. They will call you for a board meeting. Emergency! Guys, we need to rethink this thing immediately because we are not going to invest anymore. But what about us? We don't. We just say, oh, God, we can't pray. God, God, we pray. No, 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 sit. Take a pause. Call for half time. Call your team, call your family, take for half time and say, guys, guys, this thing is not working. We need to do something. We need to reflect what we have been doing. We need to be honest with ourselves. 
Because if we are not, we will not make it. These guys suggesting to us, hey, look back. There are people who have done this. You are not the only one. You can do this. Say, you know, I don't know. No, no, no. You can do this. If you pause long enough, take half time, put away the excuses, and say, guys, guys, I need to be honest. We're not doing well. We're not doing well. And you mind you. And I'll call you guys who are married. There's a time that you just need to call your wife or call your husband and say, hey, we need to pause long enough. Yeah, we need the dates back. Because we are not doing well. We're not doing well. So we need to reflect so that we can be able to reflect. And then he goes back and says, let us also. He says, hey, hey, guys, there is a crowd cloud of witness but let us he's including everyone now let us also lay aside every weight lay aside every weight oh I love this lay aside every weight lay aside all the hindrance lay aside the things that are hindering us and he differentiates these two things he says let us Put aside every weight. And then he puts another thing. And sin. So I suggest to you guys, there are things that are good. They are not sin. But they are unnecessary weight. And he's saying if you pause long enough, you'll realize that you don't need the weight. If you pause long enough. But us as Christians, we're always fighting sin and sin and sin. And we forget that there are things that we are carrying. They are good things. But they are unnecessary weight. And if you don't pause long enough, friends, the weight will wear you down. And remember what I said, the devil will frustrate you so that you will willingly leave the race. He will burdens after burdens and you will be worn out. And you'll say, I'm done. And everybody around us will say, oh, so what did you do? What sin did you commit? I say, I didn't commit any sin. I was actually following God well. I was praying well. All we don't ask is this. What weight are you carrying that is unnecessary? And friends, some of us, it's weight of experience. Experience that we haven't evaluated. And we are bringing it into our marriage. We are bringing it into our church. We are bringing it to a family. Unnecessary weight. And this is what he's suggesting to us. After you reflect on your experience and evaluate on your experience, you need to reassess what you have and lay it down so that you can be able to run the race. Because if you don't put down the unnecessary weight, the enemy will frustrate you. There's a scripture somewhere in the Bible that there are people who will get to heaven because while it is hell I am
and reassess and say, hey, we have these things that we are doing. It's unnecessary. Let's put it. It's a, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good idea. We can do it later. No, this one we don't need. This one we need. Let's focus on these few things. And he says they are seen. And I love that. Who has an NIV? NIV put it so well. It's so easy to understand. Who read it? Just. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Yeah. Let me say, hey, hey, hey. When you have thrown off everything that is hindering you from what you're supposed to be doing, now start assessing the sin that easily entangles. Is that one thing that you keep on coming back to? Is that one situation that over and over you keep on coming into? And I keep saying this, and this, this has been my story. There's a time that I actually ask God for too many second chances. Too many. Because every time I ask God, this is my, give me a second chance, and this is the last, 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 last second chance of all second chances. I will not go back there again. And then six months later, God, I, I know, last time you said, but this time, this time is for we. This is the last, 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 last. And, and, and guys, God, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, he says, God, who is rich in mercy, because he's rich in mercy, his grace, which is sufficient, he will keep giving me second chances after second chances. But the problem is not that. The problem is, the more we are running this space, the faster and closer we're getting to the end. The problem is not the second chance. The problem is as long as you're in this journey, friends, we are all running this race to the finish line. And we don't know where the finish line is. God might give you all these chances, but you don't know where the finish line is. Says, so assess and say, what are those things that easily entangled me? What are those things that are unnecessary weight? Put them aside. Sit down. Evaluate. Have a paper. Do all these things and say, hey, hey, guys, we need to talk about these things. Because if we don't talk about these things, we'll have unnecessary weight. We'll have the, we'll be coming back here. We'll be repenting about the same, same thing over and over and over. We'll be giving excuses about the same, same, same things. No. It's time to take half time and make adjustments. And then he goes and he says this. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. It is we are in a race, guys. That when you take half time, it's not forever. It's just a break. But we're getting into the game again. And we're running the race. And I'm telling you, if you have unnecessary weight, you cannot run. You get frustrated. You get tired. See, we're running. And then he gives us a suggestion. He says, guys, looking to Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of faith. There are other versions that say, focusing on Jesus. He says, when you reflect and you already assessed and assessed everything that was there and everything that you need to let go. He said, refocus. For you guys who started the year with your focus in Christ. Some of you, your focus is here and Christ is there. All you do is 
There are things that you want to focus on, and, and sometimes when you know you wake up well, you want to focus on Jesus. Tell so Jesus this day, you know what? Uh, yeah. Then you continue to focus. He said, he suggested to us, refocus, refocus, guys, as we step into this game. And the focus here is focus on Jesus. This is the good news, friends, that Christ is there for us full time. He's like a coach. He's there. He said, hey, hey, just focus on the goal, friends. I am here for you. We can do this together. I know there's that sin that easily entangled you, but if you focus on me well, I'm going to help you overcome this. I'm going to help you, help you overcome these things. If that is there are necessary ways, I'm going to help you figure out these unnecessary ways and put them And if you read that scripture and you continue over and over and over, you realize this guy is just trying to tell us take a break, breathe, pause, and make adjustments. Let me finish with this quote. Let me finish with this one quote. Then I will release us. Right. Where, where are you? Okay. There's a, there's a guy called Dr. L. Dr. L. Moody says this. The world has yet to see what God can do with and for and through a man that is fully and wholly consecrated to him that the world is yet to see, yet to see what God will do. In other words, God is just waiting for you to pause long enough and say, God, I have thrown you out of the window, come back. God, I have willingly, I was frustrated and willingly I left. Frustrated and willingly I messed up everything. But I am waiting. And gentlemen, I want to suggest to us today go and think about your life, the areas of your relationships, the areas of the ministry, and the areas of your faith, and ask yourself, Where am I? Do I need half time? You know, and sometimes half time can be those NBA, you know, you just call, Yeah, time out, time out. It's not yet halftime, but time out. I won't get even to the halftime. You need time out. It's bad. Now we need to talk. Friends, those who are married, when you talk, you make it better. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12:30 p.m. at Trubani House on Shriji Road, off Airport North Road.